Uh, okay, so... Flip, is is the ghost gone now? Uh, I, I, Are we I clear? Think so. I, I think we're good. Can we record now? Oh, absolutely. All right, cool, cool, cool. Hey there, guys. It's Faded Through Time. I'm your host, Isaiah. And your co-host, Noah. Oh, yeah. So this episode is the bad that came from the good. Yes, this is part two of the Yin to the Yang episode. We are highlighting some uh, normally considered to be good events, but we're, we're going to be the pessimists. We're going to be the glass half empty today. We're going to point out some of the bad stuff that came from those events. Yeah, we're going to gaslight you bitches. Yeah, we're going to... Oh, oh, yeah, oh, no. yeah, we're going to be... We're going to be raining on some parades today. Yeah, we're absolutely. Gonna, we're going to be pissed on the grave. And we're going <laughs> to... We're going to start with some of maybe the oldest examples. We're going to talk about the ancient wonders of the world. There there are seven of them. Yeah. And if I can rattle them off in succession, I'm going to be proud of myself. Okay, but I believe we're going to start with the Pyramids of Giza. Mm-hmm. We've got the Still there. Pharaoh's Lighthouse. We have the Lighthouse of Alexandria. It's not there. We have the Colossus of Rhodes. We have the Mausoleum of Halicarnassus. Mm-hmm. We have the Statue of Zeus, mm-hmm. we have the Temple of Artemis, mm-hmm. and we have the Hanging Gardens of Babylon. And only, only. The, the rain in that parade is that <laughs> the only surviving one is the first one, the Pyramids of Giza, which are still an incredible wonder to behold. They're cool. It's just a triangle, bro. <laughs> but massive. It's a huge yeah, but back then. Incredibly too. massive. Yeah, you're right. And for the precision that they had to be within the the correct degrees to make such an incredible, incredibly huge design. Is that why people believe in aliens? That's why some people do. But I'm like, sure that there are a... some people out there who still believe that. They're just like, there's no way in hell. I think these dumbasses. I think they did some shit like this. I think they built. <laughs> Dirt ramps. I'm one of the the people who subscribes to that philosophy. Yeah, just and pulled up with a like a wheel. They had a wheel back then, right? They probably would have rolled them up on logs, mm-hmm. or or even just pulled them up using ramps. Just like instead of the steep angle of the, the pyramid, they would have had like mud and dirt ramps that would have led up the sides of it at a much like less steep angle. Yeah, that would have allowed them to pull it up without as much force needed compared to just trying to lift it. Mm, so you could, yeah okay okay that makes sense because that wouldn't I mean you just do a lot of pushing but it that, would require that no aliens yeah. it would require no aliens how the hell would you put the very top one on though so that'd be the, 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 the longest they would like have, a whole they, road they would have made a spiral pyramid like up around the the pyramid itself the, the spiral ramp around the pyramid I mean oh what the heck like that's kind of like how yeah, okay okay that's cool that's cool but yeah to think that the ancient wonders of the world all became destroyed one way or another, some through wars and some through natural catastrophes like earthquakes. It is it is sad. So they're such great ancient wonders, only one of them still exists to today. Mm-hmm. Another Tragic. very, very ancient example of something, uh, something of uh, a great human achievement. We, we all enjoyed the Olympics, and even just recently we had the Winter Olympics. Oh yes, dude. I uh, Americans aren't good in Winter Olympics. <laughs> we, we dominated in a couple sports of it, though. 
Uh, did we really? In uh, some some bobsledding, and oh. I think uh, I think we always do good in luge. I hope the curling team did well. The curling, dude, I love <laughs> curling so much. <laughs> Shout out curling USA. <laughs> Shout out to the U.S. curling team. Um, but in in the ancient Olympics, I want to see if I can find some some facts about this. But there is a famous Roman emperor. You might have heard of him before. His name's Nero. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. And the Olympics had already been a tradition for centuries. the The Greeks had created the Olympics as a, a great time of of peace that actually would cause a huge truce between all the nations that would bring them all together just for this uh, athletic exhibition event. Oh, so it's like it's it's like how we do now. Yeah, it's like how we have the Olympics where we'll have all our our athletes come join together to sort of display and their athletic let, achievements. And then they'll let their athletes uh, be like the political campaign or something like that. I'm sure they did it back then too. Be like, yo, like look at this Greek man or look at this Athenian or. Mm. Yeah, Spartan. And they would they would show off the best the best talents that they had, and they would all do it for the glory of their city. Mm-hmm. And they would return home with their winnings if they did, and if they if they lost, they would re- they would go home in in despair, I suppose. But the when Nero became emperor, yeah, Greece was under Roman rule at that point. Mm-hmm. And if you if you have ever heard anything about Nero. You know that he's quite the despot, not not the most kind of ruler, and quite a, a tyrannical kind of person. And he knew of the Olympics, and as emperor of Rome, he could change the rules if he wanted to. <laughs> it, Nero, Nero was not an athlete at all. He's never depicted as being, you know strong the strong herculean type he's always depicted as being rather large um so you so you so you're telling me this man was just like you know what i want to compete in the olympics is that what he did yes as emperor of rome he competed in the olympics uh, and obviously as emperor of rome he mm. he didn't want to die I mean, also he wanted to win you know what I mean? I, if I was and it was emperor. Well, it was also very simple. Yeah. Because, you know, as emperor of Rome, if he wanted to be in the Olympics, he could simply just pay to be in. Yeah. So he just, he, he bribed every official he could to be in the Olympics. And, uh, oh, he was, he was in the Olympics. Mm-hmm. And the games were in 64 AD. I want you to think of uh, some, some great summer Olympic sports. Some of the most... Uh, some of the most competitive, some of the most, uh, some of the most fierce. What what summer Olympic sports do you like watching? Uh, uh, do you like the summer. U.S. men's basketball team? I do like the U.S. men's basketball team. 76ers. No, like wait, track, no, wait, wait. Track and field, like track stuff and field. like that? I love, oh, no, I love track and field. I used to do high jump. Oh, yeah, I used to do the, the 4x4 is amazing. The 800, I don't know if they really did sprinting. Maybe the, uh, I'm sure they did tossing, throwing a javelin as far as you like, could. Back then, especially the wrestling. Yeah, the wrestling specifically. Oh, my so, goodness. um... Poetry probably doesn't come to mind. What the fuck? As an Olympic sport, right? Spit, uh, spitting bars. Uh, yeah. So Nero decided that poetry would be part of the competition because that was something he was actually good at. Imagine going to the Olympic Committee and being like, "Hey, let's add, uh, let's add Halo Infinite to uh, <laughs> the uh, the uh, competitive games here today." Uh, just for fun. I think there's so many people who would really enjoy that at the Olympic Games. 
That's that's like being the leader of the small dick committee and conveniently <laughs> be like, hey, yo, the smallest dick should, wins the gold medal. Should have shouted him out in episode four. Yeah. <laughs> but not only that, not only that, oh. not only did he add poetry. Absolutely. He actually, I'm trying to see if I can find the number. I can't find the number, but I do remember that he did declare himself the winner of every event. But I cannot find the record because I always, I always make the joke of who is the best Olympic athlete of all time, and people will say Michael Phelps, and people will toss out, um, mm. people will toss out other names. Serena Williams. Oh, we had not not Gabby Douglas. Oh yeah. Um, people will toss out other names. And I will always respond with Nero because he he placed first in every event. What can a you go. imagine, Flip? Can you imagine not what a like, go. not Michael Phelps's level of dominance, like winning every event, just going one to sweep, the, clean sweep, <laughs> clean sweep every event. That man was just like, you know what? Fuck it, I am a god today. He I felt like he was a god every day. Uh, I'm sure he did. I'm sure he felt it. I'm sure he told everybody he was a god. Right up until he died. Yeah, I'm fucking sure of it. <laughs> but yeah, the pulling back to the original topic here of the good and the bad, such a great tradition of the Olympics for one year got totally rained on by one evil Roman emperor that just wanted all the glory for himself. This, this, this awesome Olympic games, and there's just this one time. This guy was just like, fuck it. <laughs> Mine. I'm breaking every single record. I, I want all the glory. My name is going to be up there. Nero, 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 Nero. Fuck you, I, Nero. I want my name in the rafters of all the Greek temples. Mm-hmm. That statue of that, uh, that man throwing that ball? Me. <laughs> so, another great ancient example of the bad and the good is the story of... It's the story behind the phrase, a Pyrrhic victory. To win a Pyrrhic victory means to, to win the battle, but to have lost so much through it that to sustain a campaign can no longer even be possible. So, like, it's where you, you win by the skin of your teeth, so to say. And... It comes from a, a king whose name was Pyrrhus, so that's where you get the phrase Pyrrhic victory. Mm-hmm. And King Pyrrhus did win many great battles against the Romans during one of their early peaks. This is during the this is during the um, the Republican era. Okay. And he won some major battles against them at in southern Italy and was able to repel most of them. But the problem was, the battles were so close and so narrowly decisive that his army could no longer sustain a campaign in southern Italy. And to think that if his battles were won a little more decisively, yeah, he was a member of the, the Seleucid Empire at the time. Mm. To think that if he had won more decisively, we could have seen... The Seleucids take over Rome, merge with Greece, with Greece as the main power. Oh. Because the Seleucid Empire was the main continuation of Alexander's empire. Mm-hmm. To think of what could have been in that scenario if he had won 
with with more men to spare. So, so this man it, had good good intentions. This man was. He, <coughs> uh, too faded. This man had good intentions to go out there and make everything big, right? If he wanted to conquer it all, he conquer it all of this. He was. If if there was any chance for Alexander's empire to come back, it it could have been right there. Because if they had if they had won those battles, gained that much power, and were able to turn on the Ptolemaic dynasty in Egypt. Mm-hmm. They could have reunited the empire and fought off the Persians, and that would have changed basically all of history following that then. But so it's it's sad to think that, you know, not all victories are are true victories. Yeah. That there is still bad and good, that in in a victory you can still lose overall. Yeah, in a victory it's like imagine, You've run out of supplies, you've run out of people, and now you can't you can't continue. Yeah, victories, man. What if what if you got your victory, right? Hmm. And just wouldn't be able to see it, you know? Yeah, what if what if you what if you had started such a great journey and never yeah. got to see the true end of it? What if you what if he actually, you know, did all that and There is a a motif sort of throughout time that that repeats and it is this uh motif of leading them to the promised land that the leader does not eventually see but it does but the people do eventually find this promised land the first example of this is the story of Moses leading the Israelites out of Egypt to the promised land of Canaan Moses himself does not live to see this but the Israelites do eventually make it to Canaan's land and that sort of story has played out multiple times in history some of the best examples of this, I'll start with Alexander the Great. I'll, I'll put that there. He, he had plans to continue taking the rest of Arabia and Carthage. And with Carthage, if Carthage had fallen, he would have known about Rome at that point and taken, taken on Rome with a massive empire behind him. It could have been cataclysmic for the rest of history what Alexander could have done if he had not died and let his empire fall apart. Mm-mm. But other great... Mosquitoes. Exa- other, yeah. Damn it, mosquitoes! <laughs> Literally, he had a fe- can he had a fever. Can we give can we give the man some Tylenol? Like some penicillin. Can we? Yes. Ooh, I'll bring that up later, Flip. <laughs> but um, some other examples of the uh, the promised land motif. Um. Like Joe Smith with the the Mormons. Oh, yeah. Mormon faith trying to lead them to, to Utah. The golden plates. The Mormon faith is uh, very interesting. It is interesting. But uh, <laughs> still follows that same narrative of of the the promised land and still Salt the leader City, not, not, yeah, not making it there. In, yeah. Okay. We also see it in the U.S. Civil War with uh, Abraham Lincoln making a... Uh, Winning the American Civil War. Heck yeah, man. Just starting Reconstruction and then getting his life taken away from him by John Wilkes Booth. Yeah, decide to just hang out, you know, have a good old time, go to the theater. He just he, he just wanted to clear his head, you know. He really wanted some head, but... No! <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, He was going to get it, but then, you know, poof. 
His head. <laughs> no, I, not at a not at a show called My American Cousin. Yeah, no. Bro. Exactly. I'm, sure, I'm sure his wife was somehow his cousin. I'm sure, like it, it's like it's like it's like back then, bro. She's probably like his fifth cousin or some shit. <laughs> oh, if they're from God. the same county, bro. Oh, uh, probably. Yeah, exactly. Uh huh. Uh huh. We all know what the 1860s were like. Mm hmm. Another more recent example of that promised land motif is uh, Martin Luther King Jr. with yeah. the, the civil rights movement and getting assassinated in 68, I believe. Yeah, I think. Let me fact check myself on that. But you still see it's interesting because he actually directly referenced the Moses story multiple times of leading them to the promised land and meeting sort of the same fate there that he did not truly get to see the the end of the struggle for it yeah such tragedy it's just it sucks that uh had to end up that way but that is sort of the 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 theme of the whole episode here of the 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 bad and the good yeah there was such there is such a great legacy for that man but he he did meet such a sad demise too hey you know, for those couple, because they, they signed it, right? And he was able to at least, least live like at least two 68. weeks. He, he lived like two weeks after they, they signed the uh, they signed the bill. Well, okay, the, the Civil Rights Act was 63. Yeah. Right. And he only lived to, to 68 then. Oh, okay, so he was there for... He got to see see part of it, but there was still, there's still such a struggle. And even yeah. to an extent to this day, we still see oh, some no. echoes of that. Absolutely, absolutely. But let's okay. You had mentioned it earlier. You you sprinkled this in there. Yeah. Penicillin. Mm-hmm. The the discovery of penicillin was revolutionary for mankind because now we could beat bacteria viruses. Absolutely. No, let me say this correctly. We could beat bacterial infections because bacteria and viruses are two separate things. We could beat bacterial infections. It but was with more complicated. That, <laughs> but with that. In 1928, when it was discovered, it led to the introduction of antibiotics, which greatly reduced the number of deaths from bacterial infections. But the problem with that is that now we've discovered more and more diseases are becoming resistant to penicillin, Mm. making them much harder to kill and making it much, much deadlier. So we need penicillin too? We we need penicillin two electric boogaloo. Exactly, <laughs> you got it, bro. We, we need Despacito two. Yes, but no, oh, we, oh, 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 no, I will not finish. Don't that. get us copyright uh, yeah. infringed. But yes, we need penicillin two. We need something to to beat the stronger bacterial infections. <laughs> but speaking of speaking of infections, yeah, talking about good and the bad, Christopher Columbus. Quite a what a what a, what a, quite a controversial figure at this point. Yeah, we don't even celebrate. It's not even we don't even celebrate it anymore. It's it's called different day now, right? Yes, we will celebrate Indigenous Persons Day much more mm-hmm. than Absolutely. Christopher Columbus Day. But the the good that I want to talk about here is that he did establish the Columbian Exchange, and it's it began the trade routes across the Atlantic. That would shape history as we see it today. Yeah, and this... And there is an immense amount of good there. Yes. And, pun intended, an immense amount of goods. <laughs> and the problem with that, the, the bad, is that 
slavery was a part of it too. And there's there's so much even more good and the bad on on Christopher Columbus. And flip wait wait flip, the, how do how do you feel about Columbus? What do you think? Uh, okay. To reference Columbus, for references before, the reason why we bring him up is because the whole thing when we renamed the holiday, the Christopher Columbus Day, to an Indigenous People Day, before that, we celebrated him. You see him on commercials, Christopher Columbus, Sail the Blue in 15... 1492. 1492. You'd see him everywhere. You learn about him in school. And then he was just this good guy. But I underneath, learning about him when I was in elementary school. Exactly. But underneath was as bad. There was so much bad there, yeah. Yeah, but then it overlapped mm-hmm. and then became the opposite. Now it's, it's so much It's sort of bad. now we have to pick out the little bit of good that is that is in there mm-hmm. with so much bad. It's, yeah. it, it's interesting to see that historical figures can under, undertake that Such that a drastic change, yes. That mm-hmm. we can sort of reveal the truth behind some people's character as time goes on. That'd be an interesting uh, episode. Might have to, might have to jot that out on might the board. Might have to put that down. <laughs> might have to come back to that. All right. Speaking of uh, a person who, who, uh, speaking of a historical figure, who's definitely we're gonna have to pick and choose some, some good about mm-hmm. Marie Antoinette. Ugh. Now her parties were some of the most extravagant and incredible manifestations of fantasies that humans could only begin to think about. Mm-hmm. So it's just like queen music. Is that why they reference her in one of, her, in one of their songs? Just like Mary Antoinette. You know what I mean? I, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I, I, I would agree with that. Exactly. I would agree with that. Have you, have you seen some of their some lyrics? Some of the most extravagant and beautiful music I've ever heard. Their, sure thing. Their lyrics, too, are just everywhere. Mm-hmm. And that's, like, that's her personality. To an extent, I would say that, yeah. Look at her fucking head, bro. <laughs> she, okay. Her parties were extravagant, right? Mm-hmm. But here, so that's the good. Some of the things that are recorded of what she was able to produce from from the money that these, she had. These parties were fucking lit, as we're trying to reference. Absolutely. Dude, they were going ham, If all you right, were man? invited, you were lame, Dude, bro. this is fucking like, dude, you were getting crunked. You probably weren't getting bro, faded through time because... But you were, yeah, you were definitely You were drunk yourself. You might have been smoking something. Yeah. <laughs> In the 1700s, you probably definitely had something to smoke. Was it a phase of time probably, machine? Probably not, but you probably... Oh. I wish, but... Yeah. <laughs> you probably had at least some tobacco, maybe. Okay, okay, okay. You were probably getting laid. Yeah, definitely. All the time. If it was Marie Antoinette's parties, yeah, definitely. Yeah, and she was the one offering it all. Most of the time, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The French court was wild. She was a court thot. <laughs> yeah. uh, but here's, here's the bad <laughs> but here's the bad ready her parties were entirely funded off of the backs of the hardworking poor who most of the time did not have enough money to feed themselves and there are recorded instances of where the peasants of France were literally eating grass to survive Oof. were there at least seasoning their grass. No. They did not have money for any seasonings. It it was it was like f- no salt? No. Flame broiled grass. But there was also a tax for that. Oh. But 
You had what, to buy salt what, though. What little salt? What little salt they could afford? Yeah. They 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 would have to ration out their salt. Oh. And yes, there was a tax for that. If you decided to save some of the salt for the next year, oh, like a, oh, like a store it, so yeah. you have a little extra, you know. Yeah, there would be a tax for that. What? If your nine-year-old son didn't buy this year's ration of salt, there would be a tax for that. And if that poor child cries salty tears, boy, you know there's a tax for that. <laughs> Oversimplify. <laughs> Shout out Oversimplify, man. What? I love that YouTuber. What a great YouTuber, man. There's, there's so many channels that we do enjoy, too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There's, there's another, all right, another great event in human history, right? Yeah. Yeah. The moon landing. Oh. This is considered to be one of humanity's greatest achievements. Sending somebody to the moon, bro? Just, just plopping on there? And being able to return them? Yeah, like. To get them back alive as well? Bro, you, you were on there, and then you came back. That's incredible to think about. And really, it just aggravated the Cold War. <laughs> it, such a great, massive achievement. They didn't even do anything besides just getting somebody on the fucking moon. I mean, it was cool. You know what I mean? there's, there's a flag on the moon now. Yeah, it's white now. For all yeah, it's, <laughs> it's sun-bleached at this point. <laughs> you can say, anybody it's can say it's It's now a French theirs. flag. Hey, that's actually our flag. Don't believe the Americans. <laughs> <laughs> I can, I can. Go up there and draw a smiley face. That's that. I'm sure. I'm sure. Don't want to say them. The man. The the the, the North Korean leader. Probably. Oh, <laughs> he you, doesn't you poop, go, bro. Go draw on the flag. Yeah. That's actually ours, man. Don't believe the Americans. We claimed it. We, we claimed, claimed it. it. It's ours. Yeah, it's ours. It's ours. Actually, the, the moon is ours. You know. The yes, second it's, one. There's. It's yes. all dark. You can't see it, but it's mine. Yeah. The uh, the, the dark side is our side. That that'll be ours. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna live up there. I'm gonna live up there, and then watch over you guys. <laughs> All right, another okay, a really really good event, right? Okay. The creation of the internet. Ah, oh, dude. And we looked at this earlier. I 19, love video games. Nineteen. I love YouTube. Three. That's how weird. Jan- January first, nineteen eighty three. Is the birthday of the internet? It, it's the when internet. It's when computer networks were actually able to make a standard way of communicating. Dude, we're and on the internet. We are on the internet. Yeah. Hopefully, viewers and listeners at home, listen. They're, they're they're listening through the internet. Yeah, in in your car, sitting in your room, and you know, on your Alexa, wherever you use, on your Android, your uh, your, your Windows, you're on Spotify while you're just gaming, playing League of Legends or Crusader Kings three. Your little headset. Absolutely. And Thanks for listening, though. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you for all your support. We do love you guys. Definitely leave a review. Shout out to the, shout out to the internet. Absolutely. <laughs> shout out the internet for getting us to be able to connect to you guys. But there's... Holy there, yeah. shit. Dude. the internet, there's Woo. so many things going around. The people's information's getting leaked. People uh, getting trafficked. All of that. Uh, scams. Yeah. It is. There's there's a good amount of bad that we could go into. It's it's a big it's a big part of depression, man. Yeah. It causes a lot of depression. It's stalking's more prominent because and of the internet. I guess you know. Okay, with with the internet, I'm focusing more on the good here. 
with the internet, there's also with that the invention of like the mobile phone mm-hmm. and video smartphones, games. video games, things like that. That we we keep innovating the mm-hmm. world of technology, and there are these negative effects of it. Even like our eyes getting strained for more screen time. That is, there is there is so much good in this advancement of technology. The communication, man, like the advancement in communication. You can text anybody anywhere. But then you get things like cyberbullying. Yeah, like it is people making fun of people. You know, you, you people sending you inappropriate stuff or just exactly. It's you there can't is, escape people now. Before you can just avoid people, but now the anonymity helps. Mm-hmm. Another. All right, another great human achievement, democracy, right? Yeah. Something okay. that we all hold dear. Oof. And one of the first instances of democracy being sort of reborn following the, the Dark Ages yeah. is the Magna Carta, which is in England. Well, at that time it would have been... No, at that point England would have formed, yes. In the the 1200s, yeah. Okay. So this would have occurred in England. And the Magna Carta, which was signed in 1215, it gave more power to the barons. The barons were some of the, the wealthier landowners in the area. So we are many, many steps away from democracy. Yeah. But the the first inklings of democracy are there. Just letting people would be like, hey, you can hold this. Letting and you a few can hold more this. people have power. Just, just really, it was this. they wanted control over the taxes. Mm. They were willing to pay taxes because they understood that the protection from the king and the benefits of existing in that society are worth paying. The taxes. And just owning the land will generate money. They can just get back to the guy. You know, you don't worry about it, it. So there are. It is. It is worthwhile to do so. But when King John, in his mad tirade of trying to levy wars and meticulously failing at trying to rule the kingdom, raised the taxes multiple times, the barons had had enough and said that we want control over when and how often the, the, the taxes get redone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And such a great achievement for humanity the bad in that is that king john gets such a horrible reputation from it and not only that but there is never again a king named john in england he Man is gets king, bullied he is king john the the first the only he, he there will never be a king john again stop naming your kids john john if you're named john just please stop in the line that's <laughs> it Go, go by Jack, just yeah, do something else. Yeah, some other day name. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's, it, it shows that even in such a good event, hey, he got really short on the stick there. Mm-hmm. And the legacy for for King John in England would never, never survive. Turn into anything, yeah. Another... Another really, really good event. Well, here's one that was sort of... It had such great intentions. Okay. It had really, really good intentions. It wanted to be something great. Tsar Nicholas II of Russia, right? This is the very early 1900s. Tsar Nicholas II is, is newly coronated. His father just passes. 
And he's he's crowned the Tsar of Russia. And he decides that at his coronation, he wants a massive celebration. He wants it to be a new era for his people. He wants to send a message of hope and peace and prosperity. And he decides that he's going to give away free beer and pretzels at his coronation. Bro, what? That's a fucking raid right there, bro. Fr- free beer. Yeah, free, exactly. You bro. had me at free beer. I'd be in there. <laughs> like, I'd be. But bro, plus the pretzels. Yeah, exactly. And I'm not talking like the little stick ones. Oh, no, no, I'm no. talking like like German, like like rolled pretzels. Bro, I'm hungry for pretzel now. Uh, yeah, I I'm want a, pretzels. Um, I, I, I know a spot flip. I'm, mm, actually? Okay. Yeah, actually. Okay, okay. Um... Mm. Faded through time, snack time. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> um, but at such a huge event that was going to have free beer and pretzels to just give away mm. in the stampedes of peasants that have been starving, you need to think about Russian peasants in the early 1900s. They are very skinny at this point and very at the edge of starvation. They will do anything for that pretzel and that beer. They are like savages, right? They they stampeded through the lines, and oh boy! Black Friday, worse. Oh no, worse. No, 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 no. even worse. The people punching the shit at it. It's just a big ass mosh pit. If if you fell over, dead. The next the next forty thousand people behind you were That's making it. sure that they were getting ahead of you. Yeah. yeah. I, they, they probably use it to jump off of you, man. The casualties were in the thousands. Wait, what did you say, Flip? Uh, they, they, I think they just use your body like to propel themselves. Like they, they, they jumped once, landed like one pixel on me, and then just jumped again. They double jumped. Yeah, to yeah. get ahead for the beer and the pretzels. <laughs> they were they just, just like, "Fuck it, I need it." You play. Uh, they, they used hacks. <laughs> you play Dead Rising. Dead Rising. Yeah, there, there's a part with it's a, it's a zombie game in the mall. Dead. What? Yeah. Dude, you never played that? No, I'm Bro, I'm going to make you fucking play that game. Oh, man. Is that going to be the 300 follower special? No, no, bro. I'm just going to make you play the fucking game. No, you're just going to force me to. Okay. Exactly. That's different. All right. Uh, what was I going to say? The oh, beer yeah. and the pretzels. The beer and the pretzels. Such a good, such a good idea. And the bad is that it was not executed quite as it should have been. Mm-hmm. And we'll... We'll round it out here with one more. Okay. Such a... Such a pivotal event in history, right? Mm. The Protestant Reformation. We we see massive... um, We see massive changes in ideologies. Mm. We've seen the expansion away from the original ideologies of the Catholic Church into new... New, new territory that had not even been thought of before. We see the idea of sola fide, where faith alone is what determines who you are, what you feel, and how and how you should act. And this such great um, advancements in thinking like that. Yeah, absolutely. The bad in that is that with the Reformation, we have sort of the. Uh, the lifting of the veil behind the corruption of the Catholic Church that had been going on for centuries prior to it. Yeah, all those little boys. 
Oh god, that's that's later flip. <laughs> Still corruption. It, it's even worse earlier. Yeah. Oh my goodness. What do you mean we're, worse? We're thinking. Remember, shout out to shout out to episode one with the sexiest pope. Oh my god. Remember the Borgia family? Yes. Think that was fourteen hundreds, and the Protestant Reformation happened Fucking in the fifteen hundreds. So sort of all that good. The, the reason behind that is. Bad. What is up with like religious figures just doing that? That is so. That is so interesting. Just think about it. Because Gandhi, Gandhi, we, everybody knows Gandhi, the peaceful guy, protest, yada yada yada. But this man would sleep butt ass naked with underage boys to prove his celibacy. To to, <laughs> to prove that. Sure. 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 Well, we do respect Gandhi. Uh, absolutely. What he did for his people, so, absolutely amazing. There's always that, that question of good and the it's bad. Like, there's, yeah. al- there's, there's that for many, many people. Mm-hmm. And I even look at, here we are with uh, our Philadelphia Eagles looking at maybe taking Deshaun Watson at quarterback. And yeah, there's, right. there's a little tinge of bad and a, a mm-hmm. lot of good athletics it's like there. We're, we're giving up Hurts, but Deshaun? <laughs> Deshaun Watson, you know, I would love to have his story have a happy ending, but I would like, you know. <laughs> Dude, him and Harden would fucking get so alone. They would get so lit. Yes, They bro. would have so much oh, fun. Deshaun Watson and Harden. They oh would have God. so much fun, dude. That would be ridiculous, oh, bro. Dude, such dude, that'd be so fucking lit. But So much good it. with just a little bit of bags. Exactly, dude. <laughs> Late the practices, uh, drunk as hell, happy endings, <laughs> Super Bowl, and then more happy endings. Super Bowl and a championship for the Sixers. And then he hires hookers for every. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Harden, cons, they all party. Oh, fuck. Uh, Philadelphia, city of brotherly love. Exactly. A lot of man. good. A little bit of bad. <laughs> There's always that little bit of bad in the good. Uh, the yin to the yang. What a what, what a two-part episode, man. Mm-hmm. I, I I loved it. I, Hopefully, I, they I listen to both this. parts. If you if you only listen to the second part, what are you doing? Yeah, check get, out the first get half. Get back in there. Also, don't forget to leave a review. Five stars. Uh, check out all the links. They are in. The bio. Absolutely in the bio. Um, check out her Twitter. Check out her Twitch. Faded Through Time. YouTube. Anywhere. Find us. Thank you again, guys. And we'll catch you next time on Faded Through Time.